Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And today I want to talk about let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about healthcare and the state of healthcare. I went to the emergency room recently and I'm gonna tell you my experience on the next Real Ephraim Podcast show. So let me get down to it. <laughs> this is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Where we deal with real people, with real situations, and we are also serving a real God. Now, I thank you and I praise you for listening. And I thank you, everyone, for really listening. I do. We're going to talk about the state of healthcare. Before I do, we're going to need to pray about this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I just thank you and I praise you for this time. Lord God, forgive us for our sins. Everything we did and said and going to say, not right in your sight, Lord God. I pray that you will forgive us, God. And Lord, if we say anything out of context, Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would just help us, Lord, every day. I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'm going to make this real short and sweet. I don't believe in talking about nobody. That's not my thing. I'm not going to do it, but I do have a rant, okay? I do have a rant. I'll ask God to forgive me about this rant because I was thinking it, and I said, Lord, I'm just going to say it, and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I'm just going to talk about this right now. The state of healthcare. Now, Healthcare is very important in our society, especially in the African American culture. Amen. The black culture, the black race, is very important. Now, um, I really don't um, know what to say really about it because I've experienced it. No more or less since this COVID nineteen situation is is it's just crazy. You know what? And we need to really get it together and pray now more than ever especially for people that need medication and things like that amen now i don't know how it's affecting the latino community but i have a couple of hispanic friends and they voiced their opinion to me about it because i spoke my opinion about it and they go to the same issues that we go to go through with even worse amen so I'm not badgering anybody that's in the healthcare field. It's just if you in the position to help people or if you're in a position to to move, make, make some moves, then make some moves and get people the help they deserve. So I want to talk about my experience. And, you know, I went in for something just to check up to make sure I'm okay. No, I did not. I do not have COVID-19. I went in to check and get a checkup and I had some medication that was due to me. And I went in and I'm not going to mention the hospital nor the name nor the emergency room because that would just be downright ugly. You know, but I'm going to say this, that the level of customer service that I received, I was being treated as though I was I was an alien. I was being treated as though I, you know, had some kind of terrible disease. I was treated as though I had leprosy. 
And we all see how that turned out in the Bible. We see how people were treated with that had leprosy. So they were shut off. So I get to the hospital and I see there's a line of, of senior citizens and they, they're like literally arguing, going back and forth about people to the nurses and to the head doctors about getting their medication. In this time, we cannot deny people medication. Now, I understand that nurses have a job to do, understandable, but you cannot deny people that say that they need help. You cannot deny deny them help. So I was there and, and I, you know, I didn't look down upon them, but I said, well, I'm probably not going to have that problem because I have medicine that's due to me. And I realized that a lot of people that was there in line with me, they had medicine due them also. And they was not getting the proper customer service that they were getting. Now, I understand that we've been long, working long hours and working things like that and working, you know, hellish situations, but don't deny people what's due to them. And that's their medication. And that's what I saw. And when it came down to me being helped in service, I received the worst, mo- the world's most worst customer service ever because I was beginning put in a category like I had something. And it was like, why you need it and what you're going to use it for. And, you know, what, you know, just, I mean, gave me the rundown of questions. And then when it came down to it, I had to, I had to enroll and I had to see the doctor all over again for something that was due to me. So I'm saying like, where is the help? People in healthcare, we have to understand that there are people out here that are suffering and uh, people are going through what I call um, uh, they're panicking. So people are panicking. People are panicking about medication. They're panicking about, you know, support. They're panicking about food. They're panicking about money and they need some help. And people that are in there already need to help them and want me to want to help them have more of a loving spirit. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to talk about the people at the front line. So I'm talking about the front line nurses, the front line doctors that are really out here in this COVID-19 pandemic, even though things are opening up and now the whole world feels they need to give out. Now everyone feels out they need to get a vaccination, you know, but we have to, you know, people are, I want to give it up to the um, front line soldiers who are out there the ones who are helping, the ones who are really out there making a difference. You know, my hat goes off to you. Amen. But my thing is the frontline soldiers that are out there, you have to be more careful how you treat people. You know, it's very important that we treat people godly way. So let me talk about my experience. I went in and uh, I had to wind up seeing the, per, the, the ER all over again. And I had to make, go through this whole questionable thing of, who my doctor is and what my doctor is and what my primary doctor, how much I weigh, what I eat, all that stuff. And then when I finally got to sit down with somebody, the, when I finally got to talk to somebody, it, I was treated like I was just another random case. Like I was just another, you know, oh, we're just going to, you know, whatever. And the, the person that was checking me in was shrugging their shoulders and like, oh, I see this all the time, but I really need help, ma'am. And I need you to help, really help me. So can you help me? But people, like I said, they were really like 
just trifling. <laughs> they were really, I mean, it was scary, you know, and it made me realize that the healthcare system, you know, as much as they say it's here for us, is really not here for us. Amen. The healthcare system is designed for people that need help. Amen. With their health. Amen. And if you're not giving out that health care, then what else do we have? And then don't get me wrong. People are out here doing wrong with the pharmaceuticals, but there are pharmace- there are different types of pharmaceuticals that are not over the counter that people really do need. So do not look down upon nobody that says they need a Vicodin or a, a Motrin or something that's, you know, of high priority. You know, don't look down on someone because they probably really need it. And society has abused it. Yes, they have. But do not the people that's really out here suffering and I really need to come to the doctor for help. And you're not giving them that help. Something's wrong. Amen. So what I'm saying is frontline workers, I know you're out there doing your job and it's strenuous. But at the same time, there are people out here that really need help. Amen. So after about 30 minutes, I finally got to saw the person that was going to help me. And I kid you not, the person, the doctor that was supposed to see me only saw me for five minutes. He made assumptions upon my last charts. And he looked at me and he looked at because of my weight and things like that. And he assumed that just because I'm a big man, I don't have coronary heart disease. <laughs> just because a big man, I do not have high blood pressure. Just because I'm a big man does not mean I have high cholesterol and diabetes and need somebody to prick my finger every 20 minutes. No, that's not the case. I need some other kind of help. And right now you looked at me and assumed and you want to issue me some blood pressure pills. Come on, somebody. Where's the health care help? Where, where, where's the help? All I'm saying is this is not to bash nobody. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, we have to understand when a person needs help, they need help. And I pray that the people that's in health care, the people that's behind that counter, I pray that you have some kind of God in you or Jesus in you to understand and discernment to know that there are people out here that need help, not just someone that's trying to get over and they need a refill on Vikings to go sell them. That is not you just categorize me. You just categorize every black person and Latino person. And you categorize the real people that need the help because there are seniors out here that are not black, African-American descent that are dealing with issues and they can't get the help because someone or the, the doctor has said, you know, what, uh, you know, we can't do this and you got to pay all this money. And then you got to do this, that, and other and jump through hoops in order just to get with the proper help that you need. And if not, you don't get you get the proper help, but it's generic and it's not real. Amen. So I have to address this situation because nobody else will. Amen. I have to address this situation because we need to change. Amen. I address this situation because healthcare is the frontline soldiers, they're out there doing their stuff. Don't get me wrong, because they have to be out there with the COVID. They have to be out there with the gunshot wound. They have to be out there with the disease. They have to be out there and they have to administer help. But when you're doing that, 
have some discernment, have some compassion, because you never know who you're talking to. You never know who you're dealing with. Amen. So I just pray, like I said, that we get the healthcare system in order. We can't blame it on the government. We can't blame it on nobody else. All we can do is look to God and take care of ourselves. Amen. Pray to God to give you the discernment and the knowledge on what to take and what not to take. Pray that God will give you the give you the discernment and the in, on, on what to how to medicate your own self. Amen. Natural things. Amen. The people. The reason why. See, I'm gonna tell you like this. See, people. See, weed, chronic. I'm gonna, I'm finna, I'm finna blow somebody's head back with this. They probably already know it. They just won't say it. But you know, they just won't say it because it's been abused. But weed and chronic have been abused. It's the same thing. Weed and chronic, the same thing. It's been abused. Remember, this is the real you from podcast. So we deal with real situations and real people. Amen. And weed and chronic, chronic weed has been. Uh, abused has been used for the wrong purposes. Permethazine, lean, the, the cough syrup has been used for wrong purposes. NyQuil, wrong purposes, but it's designed to help us. Amen. So I'm not saying weed and chronic and lean is good for uh, is what to do. No, because it's been abused. All I'm t- saying is if you're going to do that, do that in moderation. Pray and ask God to give you how to use it and what to do with it. And he won't, you won't get hooked and you won't get, you know, strung out. Amen. I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to go buy some NyQuil right now and and, and drink the, and pop the top and drink the bottle. No, that's not what Pastor Ephraim is telling you. Pastor Ephraim is saying use some knowledge and wisdom on it first on what to do and give, God to give you the insight on how to use it. He give you the turmeric and the honey. and He give you all those different types of remedies if you would just ask him. Amen. So I like I said, I salute the frontline workers. I salute the doctors. I salute the surgeons. Amen to all you. But have compassion for the people. Remember the God that you serve or the God that you say you serve. You know, I've seen it a lot of times. People, they come in the hospital room and hospital, and they say, oh, yeah, you believe in God? Oh, yeah. They didn't want to play on that. I've seen it. Amen. So we have to know when you're, when you're going to say stuff like that, doctors and lawyers, doctors and nurses, when you're going to say stuff like that, make sure you're true. Amen. Because people, families depend, are depending on you in a sense because they believe you can help them. Amen. With the power of prayer. But some people don't have the power of prayer. They haven't got to that part yet. Amen. They haven't got to to a strong relationship with God. So they are dependent on doctors. Amen. And the doctor should be smart enough to be, you know what? Okay. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. You know, we're going to really trust God. And I'm not going to tell you no lie. I'm just going to tell you the straight up, honest to God truth. And this is where we're going to go from here. Amen. I've never heard a doctor say, okay, pray. Let's pray together. If they did, they said that they probably didn't mean it. See, we have to be careful. Amen. And then, but at the same time, like I said, we have to be ready. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be open. And you have to be, let God in, in the midst of all this. Amen. So I'm not bashing healthcare. I'm not taunting the healthcare workers. I'm not condemning 
frontline soldiers. All I'm saying is people of God, if we say we're people of God, let's live by that code. Amen. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Amen. And if you're going to do, if you're working in a field right now, ask God to give you who to be around and he'll do it. Amen. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for this time and this place, Lord God. Lord God, to talk about the state of health care. Lord God, I pray for the pharmaceuticals, the pharmacists, the people that's drawing blood, Lord God, the people that's dealing with COVID right now, the people that's frontline workers, the people that's sideline workers, assistants, Lord God, the, 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 the doctors, Lord God, the doctors, assistants, Lord God, everyone, Lord God, that's in healthcare, Lord God, I pray for them, the caregivers, Lord God, the hospice people. Lord God, I pray right now a special blessing on them, Lord God. Keep their minds, keep their hearts and their spirit in this time, Lord God. Keep their families, Lord God, and just I pray that you would give them discernment and compassion, Lord God. You said if you're in your word that if we ask for it, God, you will freely give to us, Jesus. So we're asking you, Lord, for wisdom right now on how to deal with situations, how to deal with people, Lord God, how to deal with patients, how to deal with patient families, Lord God, just we give you, ask God for wisdom and knowledge and strength, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, bless the counselors, the therapists, Lord God, the state of health care, Lord God, the state of health to keep up, keep everyone, Lord God, in your will and in your might, listen, Lord God, walk with them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name we pray, amen. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, talking about the state of health care. Amen. We give you all, we give God all the praise and all the glory. We thank you again for listening where we deal with real people, real, real situations, and we're also serving the real God. Don't forget to stop by, amen, the, the website. Don't forget to stop by, purchase some merchandise, some merch. We're asking for a $1 donation. Yes, a $1 donation to the cash app, to the Venmo. It doesn't matter. It'd be a blessing to the upbringing of the ministry. I'll give you all the praise. We thank God for you and you and you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you again for listening. Have a blessed and prosperous day. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to let you know that your feedback counts. I want you to stop by the Real Ephraim Podcast Show website. That's www.therealephraimpodcastshow.com. Stop by, check out the uh, episodes. You can comment, you can leave a feedback, you can do whatever. And there's also merch. Yes, there's merch there too. And there's also a uh, donation tab there, too, for uh, if you have Venmo, you know, be a blessing to the ministry. Amen. If you have Venmo or Cash App, it's all there. But stop by and be a blessing to the real Ephraim podcast show dot com uh, feedback section. <laughs> and also, I just want to let you guys know, I thank you in advance. I just thank everyone for ever downloading or listening to the podcast show. You've really been a blessing to me. It's been encouraging to me, amen, to, to keep going on and keep doing what I need to do. Amen. And um, that's it. I mean, I have, I still have a lot of real man pray and, and real women pray t-shirts also. 
So that's there too. That's on uh, you can go to pastorservanteephraim.com. Uh, just type just okay, do me this favor. You can go to Google and type in Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Just do me that favor. <laughs> Pastor Cervante S-E-R-V-O-N-T-E. Last name is E-P-H-R-I-A-M. Go to your Google's Google search bar, or if you're on Apple, go to Safari and type in search. When you go to search, you see that and type that in, type my name in. Everything about me shows up from the websites to the blogs to the everything. So uh, stop by and be a blessing. I really appreciate it. That's all you need to say. Amen. <laughs>